0: In the first two verses of Ephesians chapter 5, we have a theological foundation for our love walk, the walk of love that Christ has demonstrated for us in uh, verse 2. And we are therefore to be imitators of God in that kind of life. And starting with verse 3, he now gets particular, very specific, as he begins to deal with the issues that practically should be worked out in our life as Christians who are imitators of God and who are walking in love. And he begins with the negative, speaking about sinful behaviors that we should be putting off that should not be part of the life of those walking in love. So verse 3 says this, but immorality or impurity or greed must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. So he begins here by talking about sexual sins, immorality and impurity. And he says these things should not even be named among Christians Uh, Nor should greed or covetousness, which down in verse 5 is uh, explained as idolatry. So it's not just a a general desire for things that we don't have. This is something that has consumed a person, has become their idol. So that could be finances, that could be stuff, that could be power. It could be any number of things that we have made our basically our God. And this has become idolatry to us. Uh, these types of things, it says here, shouldn't be named among the believer. Unfortunately, uh, this is, a, is not always the case. We see celebrated cases far too often of Christian leaders who have uh, fallen into sexual sins and, and uh, tarnished their ministries, their lives, and their families, and so forth. We see power grabs on, uh, on occasion that uh, just simply do not represent the love of Christ. So the reason why the Lord gives us these types of teachings in the Bible is because he knows we are capable of doing these things, even as Christians, even as those who love Christ and want to walk with him. We are always under under the possibility, always tempted to go in a direction that displeases him in which we are no longer walking in love, no longer imitators of Christ. So we must always be aware of that. He moves on to verse 4 and adds a a level of speech to these negatives. He says, and there must be no filthiness or in silly talk or coarse jesting, which is not fitting, but rather giving thanks uh, uh, of God, or or giving thanks, I mean. So his point here is this. uh, It also leads to what we say. Uh, The Christians shouldn't be guilty of dirty language, filthy words, uh, off-color jokes, that should not be in our repertoire. We shouldn't talk like that. Uh, and the main issue, however, is that our our words betray our heart. It's not simply that uh, we're saying bad words. It tells where our heart is. And, and, of course, we think of the passage in Matthew. I want to turn back there quickly, Matthew chapter 15, when Jesus talks about these things in what we call uh, in, in one of the great sermons that he preaches And he says this, but the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and those defile the man. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders. These are the things which defile the man. But to eat without unwashed hands does not defile the man. These uh, religious leaders in Israel had really gotten sidetracked in all their legalism and judgmentalism had come up with all sorts of rules and regulations and and procedures and traditions that they thought were awful and sinful. Jesus really cuts the rug out from under them, pulls the rug out from under them, and says, no, these aren't the the things that demonstrate sinfulness. It's how we speak and how we think and how we treat one another. And the reason why that's true is not because of the outward behavior, but because they reflect what's going on inside of us in our true hearts. And so it's out of the heart come these thoughts. So when we go back to our passage in Ephesians, we plug that back in and we see the problem with our our speech, our evil speech, is that it comes from an evil heart. And that means we need to do heart surgery. We need to deal with that very carefully. He balances this out, though, as he often does. He has a negative, then he has a positive, and he said, but rather giving of thanks. So the heart of gratitude, the heart of thanksgiving, is always an indication of a heart that is walking with God as it should. And so if we're replacing this evil speech, these slanderous behaviors and and speech with things such as thanksgiving and gratitude, we know that in our hearts is some work of God that is taking place in us. When we get ungrateful, that ungratefulness shows up in how we speak and how we treat other people. The issue is, and the solution is, not to simply stop doing bad things outwardly, but to take a real good look at our hearts and deal with the interior of ourselves so that we are walking in a way that is worthy of Him. We're walking in love and imitating God. We'll talk to you a little bit more later on chapter 5, verse 6 tomorrow.